Hi, dear friend. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Fabiano here in South Australia, and I'm currently ministering in uh, the Seventh-day Adventist Church, uh, both at Sinai, up north uh, in Davenport Park, as well as Meros Park, Seventh-day Adventist Church, and I'm delighted to be here in the studio to be able to uh, 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 spend the next hour with you, our dear listener. Wherever you might be, we welcome you, and we are thankful that you have tuned in. Uh, this week, we have been following the following theme, um, Used and Abused. Is there a place for a biblical morality in the third millennium? That is a theme that we've been exploring throughout this week. If you're interested in the topics that were covered through this, uh, uh, throughout this week uh, up to today, you may go to www.faithfm.com.au uh, or simply download the app, Faith FM app, and you'll be able to um, uh, find the uh, big Q&A, the draft time program, uh, onto that uh, platform. For today, however, we are continuing under the same theme and we will be dealing with a question, sexual sin, can I be forgiven? That is the question, can I be forgiven? Uh, uh, but however, addressing this issue of sexual sin. And uh, let me just also say that I'm um, once again uh, back on my usual days, Thursdays. Uh, it's been a while since uh, I was uh, able to host on Thursdays. Uh, I had to step in for someone and I was moved to Wednesday. But today I'm back on Thursdays. Uh, and uh, also, I <laughs> it's it's quite interesting. Uh, it's been a while since um, I co I mean co-hosted, if I could put it that way, with uh, uh, Pastor Hugh Hinnan. Uh, so today we are privileged to have him as uh, as our co-host and and he'll be able to uh, share a lot with us. And uh, maybe let me just give him now this wonderful opportunity to introduce himself to those who are listening. Oh, well, thank you very much there, uh, Fabiano. It really is good to be back with my uh, my radio buddy. Uh, we're, we're here together in the studio today. And uh, as you pointed out, <clears throat> there has been some moving ab- about uh, this week. And uh, and uh, we're really glad to be able to work together again Wonderful. for today. Now, of course, um, uh, as you've mentioned, you, you minister here in Adelaide, and as, yes. as do do I as well. And yes. uh, I'm ministering out of Trinity Gardens uh, as well as um, Faith Adventist Centre in Mawson Lakes. Wonderful. And uh, just loving ministry, loving life here. Yes. Uh, there's so much to uh, to relish, and uh-huh. uh, there's just uh, so many great people here in the state of South Australia and uh, this wonderful city of Adelaide. So, uh, yeah, great yeah. to be with you on the airwaves today. Oh, that's wonderful. And, um, yeah, the weather isn't that bad, and so we're hoping that uh, uh, those in the east, uh, hopefully you're having a break as well. Uh, and uh, here we're referring to those who are in the eastern part of uh, Australia. Uh, we know that... Uh, it uh, hasn't been easy for them. Um, they've been face, mm. uh, facing wild weathers and yes. all kinds of uh, crazy things happening. Um, yes, we do love our rain, but when it comes down very harsh, hey, it, it isn't that good. So our prayers and thoughts goes out to you all um, and the people of Ukraine. Uh, we understand that. You know, both countries, uh, Ukraine and Russia, the, you know, uh, the, there are people there who are caught between these, uh, political and, uh, uh, warfare. Um, and, uh, 
you know, our prayer goes out to all people. Anyone who mm-hmm. is caught in a difficult and tough uh, uh, situation, uh, we pray for you. And our prayer is that God may uh, be with you. Um, should he choose to allow you to go through a difficult uh, uh, experience, uh, we pray that uh, you come out the other side um uh, having become stronger and uh, maybe you will be able to see maybe the reason why uh, God um, allows those kinds of things to come to us sometimes uh, but at the same time we believe that God is with us and with you all uh, and uh, he has a great plan. It's called the plan of salvation, the plan of rescue and so friends we are thankful therefore that you have tuned in. Um, let me just open with this uh, interesting news article that I've read recently and hopefully you find it quite interesting and I'm sure that most of you have heard of this what I'm about to share um, because it's been circling the me- in the media and uh, almost everyone knows, knows this and the title goes like this USA Today slammed for saying there is no simple answer when defining the word Woman, uh, most of you would understand exactly where this is heading. Uh, and uh, in a different news article, uh, this is the Las Vegas Review Journal. Uh, the title goes like this: Victor Jerks, Biden's female nominee, can't define woman. And uh, if I could just read briefly on this article, and 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 just. Raise a few questions here. Uh, it starts off by saying, uh, you know, President Joe Biden promised to nominate a black woman to uh, the Supreme Court. Um, too bad he forgot to tell, uh, hopefully I can pronounce this name correctly, Ketanji Brown-Jackson, what a woman is. On Tuesday, Jackson claimed she couldn't answer what once would have been a simple question. And I quote, can you provide a definition for the word woman? Uh, Senator Marsha Blackburn uh, T. Turn or something like that asked her uh, during her confirmation hearing. And I quote again, no, I can't. Jackson said, she continued, not in this context, I'm not a a biologist. Biden's not a biologist either. But he didn't have any trouble figuring out that Jackson is a woman. Neither did those who are pressed her nominations as groundbreaking. Uh, just a few more. Uh, Speaker Nancy Pelosi said, and I quote, Judge Jackson makes history as the first black woman selected to serve uh, uh, on the highest court in the land. Corporate media outlets such as the New York Times, CNN, and ABC similarly reported that she was the first black woman nominated. For a word she can't define, uh, for a word she can't define, Jackson sure uses it a lot too. And obviously the story goes on. So really what this, uh, reporter is saying, uh, if I could summarize, uh, this is that, hey, how can this person not be able to define, you know, what once and hopefully is still is the simplest uh term um and uh, and all, and they're also saying hey if joe biden promised to uh, put a woman in such a position um sure sure enough he knew <laughs> what a woman is um you know uh pastor hugh this to me reminds me of the world in which we are living in that there's a lot of confusion and um, things which uh, should be simple are made to be complex. And uh, and uh, 
in most cases, especially as I was just browsing on the Christian um, Headlines website, most of the issues that uh, the people in America are wrestling with today have to do with sexuality, identity, and um, and it's just staggering to see that uh, now we are getting to a point where even to define a simple term such as women <laughs> is becoming problematic. Isn't this a telling of the times, do you think? Mm. Um, mm, I think you're right. I think it is uh, uh, very reminiscent of what the Bible speaks of, that mm. uh, in the last days there will be a time where uh, there will be uh, wholesale sexual immorality or Mm. confusion, Uh, but also, uh, I guess, um, speaking directly to this from a sociological level, it seems to me that uh, we're really referring to, or maybe we're we're overemphasizing one singular aspect of who we are, and let's not deny the fact that sexuality is part of who we are. In fact, it's an important part of who we are. Uh, Without sexuality, without the act of sex, without the the, uh, expression of love physically, Um, and hopefully it is an expression of love rather yes. than lust. But, right. but you know, uh, without that, yeah. you know, where would we be? There would be no, <laughs> there'd be no children. Uh, there'd be no future. That's right. And uh, so, but nonetheless, this is just one part of who we are. There are many mm. other things too. Um, That's right. You know, I think of the fact that uh, you know, uh, there's ethnicity, there's nationality, yes. there's uh, you know, I'm a child of so and so, and or I'm the father or the mother of uh, such and such. Yeah. And, you know, there's family yeah. relations. Uh, there's so many ways that we can have uh, really significant identifiers about ourselves I think and and yes. this is just one of them exactly. uh, and and if we you know, if we if we were to look at this, let's say for example, um, maybe uh, this is a, a <laughs> an overly long answer, okay. but you know, but uh, if we just looked at ethnicity, uh-huh or what some people would term as race, mm. although I think there's only one race, the yeah, human race, that's it. um and we all bleed red, but that's if right. we overemphasize race mm. or ethnicity, it tends to racism. Yeah. That's so it. if we overemphasize sexuality, where does that tend? Wow, it tends to an go. us or them divide, doesn't that's it? That's right. And that's I think right. I think it's a really dangerous place for us to be. We need to keep these things in balance and, and understand yeah. that uh, we, we need to celebrate the whole person mm. uh, and love the whole person, yeah. uh, but maybe not overemphasize any one aspect of the person. That's right. And yeah, and and um I think keeping things simple yeah. is the way to go. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyways, that's, I just found that to be quite interesting. And, uh, you know, in, in today's world, um, the LGBTIQ and the letters these days are being added, uh, you know, on and on. I think the um, last count I heard was 76 letters, I think. Really? And growing. Wow. As, as time goes is- on. Yes. That is um, that is interesting. Yeah, I think I think the publish or perish notion comes into mind. Yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. somebody needs to needs to get some uh, thesis out. <laughs> that's it. That's <laughs> it. And so, quite an interesting world in which we are living. For those who are listening, if you really want to, uh, I guess. Uh, uh, contribute to the discussion, uh, raise questions, or um, and you need uh, uh, you know a number. To be able to reach out to us, and it, and it is this same number which you use when you uh, when we do give out uh, the code word for our free giveaway. It is the number zero four triple eight eight zero eight eleven. Uh, please do keep that uh, number close by zero four triple eight eight zero eight eleven. So yeah, um, maybe just before we even come to a break, uh, just one more other thing I wanted to maybe. Uh, ask, uh, because it is related to the questions of today. Now, we understand that we are living in a world where, uh, um, morality, uh, is, uh, is, 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 I guess, 
how do I ask, how do I say this? Morality is almost a thing that it's almost like a taboo, you know. Uh, it, it, I, I'm probably also overemphasizing this, but but it's just how it seems when you look at mm. the general media. Um, and this issue here with uh, this uh, uh, senator, uh, senator, or this this person, anyways, nominated to the mm. Supreme Court. Oh right, yeah, um, this all, yes. yeah, this yeah, this person. I mean, this issue here uh, brings to mind. Um, the uh the 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 challenges that we are faced with these days with um uh, uh sexuality and uh like we were saying you know being able to define certain things mm-hmm. um now there are people who go through these uh these uh, uh these who take on this path and mm-hmm. and they may go way too far uh and uh you know before before you know it they turn around and say hey actually um I, I found myself way too far. I probably need to come back. Uh, maybe just in this, in, in summary, before we even get into the study today, mm-hmm. uh, when people find themselves in whichever thing that they might be, you know, trapped into, uh, or whatever sins them, they might be committing, uh, you know, it, is anyone ever beyond redemption, really? Oh, no. Let me jump in straight, a- yeah. straight away and yeah. say, absolutely not. No That's one right. is right. beyond redemption. Yeah. And, and the fact of the matter is that we all have mm. our fixations. We all yes. have our addictions. We all yeah. have our weaknesses. Yeah. Every single one of us is beset by temptations. That's right. And so there's not a single human being on the face of the earth, mm. no matter how outwardly moral or virtuous they may appear to be, yeah. uh, who is uh, not in need of redemption. That's right. And if, if there's not a single one of us that's not in need of redemption, yes. well, that by, I, I guess by definition in turn means that every single one of us yes. is, uh, 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 needing redemption. And, uh, uh, without it, none of us would really have any, any worth mm. vis-a-vis each other, you know, yeah, as compared yeah, one to yeah. another or, right. or any other, any, any other abstract or, or absolute sense. And so, you know, is anyone beyond redemption? I don't believe so. I mm. think that everybody can be redeemed. Uh, you know, our prison system today yeah. is based upon the whole concept of rehabilitation. At least right. I still hope yes. it is because that's <laughs> a really important it. part of things. Exactly. In fact, even in God's word, mm. um, you know, God hopes, and this might be a controversial thing to say, but, right. but God had hoped uh, from before creation of this world, uh-huh. uh, when uh, Lucifer went astray, that he was hoping he could rehabilitate uh, mm. that that fallen angel, yeah, or soon yeah, to be fallen yeah, angel. Yeah. And you know, my reading of Revelation, uh, when we look through Revelation twenty, uh, he's imprisoned for a yes. thousand years. Yes, what's the purpose of that? Hmm. Again, I think God uh, was trying to give him time to reflect, to review, and be re- rehabilitated. But yeah. uh, of course, prophetically, we know that shall not happen. That's so, right. um, you know, God in His mercy and grace uh, desires uh, for us to be redeemed. And um, and and uh, that's reflected in our desire to see people have their lives turned around. And what a beautiful thing is, all of us mm. rejoice when we see that happen, don't we? That's right. Yes. Amen. Yeah. No, definitely. And, and how much more so does God? Exactly. Yeah. No, there's joy in heaven Amen. over one sinner that repents. The Bible says. Yes. Uh, so yeah. So we will be now plunging into these topics. Sexual sin cannot be forgiven. But before we go any further, I want to thank uh, people like uh, Vladimir, who's. Uh, uh, written to us. I would encourage as many as are able to just let us know where you're listening from. That would be very much appreciated. Mm-hmm. And actually it will be a source of encouragement to us as well. So we know that there are people, uh, you know, listening to us on the other end of, uh, of, of our conversation here. Uh, let's come to a short break and then we will return. Uh, so please don't go away. Uh, 
you know, those who are listening, we just ask that uh, you uh, enjoy the song that is coming. And uh, after the break, we'll then you know, plunge deep into this topic, uh, by God's help, I believe mm. there'll be something spiritual, uh, something that will give us clarity, something that will help us, uh, understand, uh, the answer to this question. So thank you so much. Please do stay with us. We choose I've tried but failed To walk in someone else's shoes Strange How I've tried To walk this road alone Not knowing The things I might find
Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano and our co-host today is Pastor Hugh Hinnan and uh, he's a regular on Faith FM and uh, uh, though we've been um, uh, toasted to and fro in different on different days and with different people uh but uh, we are not uh, strange uh, strangers uh, and you. and for those who are regular faith fm uh listeners uh you 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 know us already uh so we are thankful uh once again um for this opportunity the theme for this week has been used and abused is there a place for a biblical morality in the third millennium and today we are answering the question, sexual sin, can I be forgiven? You know, uh, we, we began with this, uh, interesting article about, uh, this, uh, uh, individual who was nominated to the Supreme Court, um, and, uh, how she, you know, could not answer the question. Oh, sorry, define the term woman. And maybe just before we go, we plunge deep into this topic, uh, Pastor Hugh, maybe I should ask you, can you define, uh, 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 uh the word, uh, woman? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, you're getting me into a lot of trouble just now. Uh, but secondly, I'm not sure if I'm fully qualified because I'm a man. All right. But then how do I know that? <laughs> right? Um, so it, right. it's interesting. Um, now, now, what did she say? She said in the hearing, she said, I'm not a biologist. That's, right? that's what she said. Yes. Yeah. So yes. I guess I could say, well, I'm not a woman. <laughs> so how would I know? But then the other side to it is, well, I could say, well, you know, I, I'm not a tax accountant, so how am I supposed to be able to return my tax faithfully? <laughs> yeah, and so it goes on, right? That's right. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I think all of us at some point in time need to get our heads around some really basic facts. Yeah. And um, yeah, this is not an easy one in today's world, mm. um, but I think I have a little advantage in this. All right. In that, it wasn't that long ago, I was in New Zealand, uh-huh. and uh, there was a campaign that was run by women. Right, right. So, card-carrying women, women right. who've been women since uh, <laughs> since before I was born, and okay. and so uh, the, these ladies, they 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 carried out a campaign on behalf. Of the, these were feminist women mm. who were really standing up for the rights of women. Right. And what they did, which is a very simple thing, it was a harmless and and I think really, um, uh, if anything, it was uh, somewhat humorous. But at the same time, it was not meant to be in any way offensive. And that they just simply said on a, on a big billboard, they said, "Woman." Right. And then underneath that, they had the definition. Okay. Yeah, this is in Wellington. Right. And the definition was an adult human female. Right. Okay. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It makes sense, it does. right? That's right. Yeah. And, I, and thought, I can agree with that. Yeah. I think yeah. everyone should be able yeah. to agree with that. Yeah. I would hope that we could agree That's with that. Right. And that yeah. is actually the, the dictionary definition and has been for yeah. generations. Right. You know, every time immemorial, hmm. uh, we've defined woman in that sense. That's right. Even before dictionaries came along. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and so, um, it's only just recently it's become somehow controversial. Hmm. Uh, I guess the question then arises, well, what's a female? <laughs> so, and that's where that's where I probably do need to refer to my my dictionary. So let me see if I can bring that up. All right. Uh, well, according to the Oxford Dictionary, it says here that a female uh-huh. is of or denoting the sex, uh-huh. uh, you know, male and female, the right. female sex that can bear offspring or produce eggs. Okay. Well, that's you know okay. distinguished yeah. biologically by the production of gametes, which can be fertilized by male gametes. Mm. So, mm. in other words, <clears throat> it's really quite. Clear cut, yeah, it um, is indeed. not just biologically, but uh, also etymologically and dictionary-wise. That's we right. know from definition of terms that uh, that uh, a woman 
is an adult female human being. Yeah, right? yeah. And and that, uh, that that she is able to bear offspring or produce eggs naturally. Mm, that mm, that's a woman. Mm. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I happen to be married to one. I'm so glad I am. That's and some, together yeah. we've had children. And uh, some of them are girls. That's right. And they'll grow into women. That's right. Um, yeah. Now, does that mean that some people um, find themselves um, clearly in that camp? Uh-huh. Sadly, no. There are those who, for various reasons, mm. chromosomally or otherwise, yes. uh, find themselves uh, a, a little un, uh, unsure, physiologically or otherwise. And uh, and maybe need some further assistance through their adolescence and pubescence. Yes, yes. Uh, and and maybe into adulthood. Right. But for the vast majority of people, yes, it's very clear mm. that a woman is a an adult female human being. That's right. Yes. Now yeah. I, I'm not sure why that was so controversial. <laughs> I'm not sure either. <laughs> but but on a different news article um, uh, and news network as well. You know, they got into a debate of how uh, bi- biologists are struggling to define that term. Mm. And I just said, wow, things are becoming very complex. Aren't they? Well, yes. Yeah. You know, that campaign I mentioned in New Zealand, yeah. uh, there was a, um, uh, there was a complaint that uh-huh. was made to the um, Advertising Standards Association or, or the government department that oversees this. Right. And it was removed. Right. Yes. Okay. So suddenly now to give the dictionary definition of a woman, is something that contravenes or breaches advertising standards and thus needs to be removed because it's offensive to the general public. Uh, where have we, where have we landed, Fabiana? Yeah, where have yeah, we landed, yeah. listeners? It's really interesting times in which we live now. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it is. And I'm times. thinking how, you know, we could apply this to many other things and <laughs> things will just get confusing. Uh, anyways, yes, yes. you know, I, I'm, I'm interested also in what David there, uh, uh says. Uh, he's from WA. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Uh, he says, uh, the definition of woman is wow, wow, man. <laughs> so it's just interesting. But, uh, but I think uh, he's probably, uh, piggybacking on what the Bible says there mm. that, uh, um, Woman came from, uh, the man's, uh, uh, ribs, mm. uh, the side of the man. And, mm. but hey, that can be a topic for another day. But well, that's actually just on that, yeah. though, you know, uh-huh. <clears throat> let me just say this. I agree with you, David. I think, yeah. uh, the, the truth, if you're still listening, uh, my friend, um, that's what I said when I first saw my wife. I just said <laughs> right. it under my breath <laughs> so that she wouldn't hear me say it. But I think Adam probably said something like that. You know, yeah. wow, whoa, <laughs> man, that's, that's a right. woman. That's it. Um, but anyway, getting, <laughs> getting to more serious aspects of it, um, yeah. apart from the emotional reaction mm. is to say that biblically it's mm. clear that God has a definition from the very yeah. beginning as well as the designer of right. humanity and That's of right. creation and of male and female and, exactly. and, and his definition yes. uh, is clearly spelled out in Genesis 1 where oh, he yes. says that uh, he made uh, human beings yes. and he made them male and, and female. female he yeah. made them That's right. in the image of God That's he made right. them yeah. um, and, and that's interesting because in other words um, this whole topic is so important Mm. Because it talks about uh, one whole half, yes. in fact, uh, in some parts of the world, more than half of the population, <laughs> right. that is um, made in the image of God, mm. the wow. precious human souls, yes. and, uh, and and much loved by God. So much so that He says, "I want you to, you know, I, I want you to have an appearance, as it were, or yeah. aspects or attributes that are, are like mine." That's right. Uh, because I've made you, I've formed you for friendship, I created you for community, right. I care about you, I love you. Um, so this really goes right to the very heart mm. of what it means to be human That's right. and what it means to be uh, created and, yeah. and, and a, a cherished, treasured creature of God. That's right. You know, and yeah. relationship with Him. That's right. Um, so mm. I think I think actually it's it's not a trivial thing. Would you yeah. agree? It's really yeah, you know, definitely not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so 
now let's maybe shift gears and uh and i think that forms a pretty, pretty much a um a foundation to what we'll be discussing mm. because the topic or the question which we're answering is sexual sin cannot be forgiven mm. and uh we know that um uh, scripture has a lot to say actually on this, on this issue. Mm-hmm. But maybe let me begin by asking the question, uh, what is sexual sin? Mm. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Does, maybe does the Bible has anything, anything to say about that? Well, I think we need to go back, uh, to, uh, back a step or two really and, yeah. and go back to a, a deeper fundamental and that is to ask, right. well, what is sex? Yes. Yes. And, and I think we've touched upon that by talking about the fact that, you know, That's there's right. male and female <clears throat> exactly. and, and that together mm. we, we are the human race. Yeah. We yeah. need each other. That's right. In fact, there's even been movies about this recently, just going back to the fundamentals of what it means to be human, that take away all the females, what's left of humanity, take Mm. away all the males, what's left as well, and so on. Um, And so I think it's really important for us just to note that that sex is really the physical expression of the love and the intimacy that exists, uh, or hopefully does, (laughs) between a man and a woman for the purpose of love and of close-knit intimacy, uh, lifelong Yes. But also for the creation of uh, other fellow human beings mm. made in their image in yeah, turn. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, we have yeah. the great joy yes. of, of, of forming yes. uh, these these beings that look amazingly, hey, that looks like you, honey. No, no, it looks like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. That's it. You know, just like God must have felt when he saw us, just yeah. the awe wow, that I created this this human being. Yeah. So, so sex yeah. and sexuality, mm-hmm. that's what it's really all about. That's right. It's about yeah. forming family. It's about forming bonds that uh, they cannot be broken or should not be broken. And that's when, right. When they are broken, and this now comes into, I think, uh, the whole area of of um, sexual sin right. or taboo or right. crossing of boundaries and transgressing what is what is um, helpful boundaries or okay. parameters yes. that keep us safe and that 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 really keep um, uh, uh, nurtured yes. and cradled this this very important. Um, part of life, which is you know being able to form life and yes, being able to enjoy yes. life with someone who really is is united with us, mind, body, and soul. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every single one of us needs that. The longer we live, the more we understand that. Yes. And and uh, and I'd like to think that um, uh, that we would all be able to live in a world where there would be no sexual sin or crossing of those boundaries. Yeah. Um, you know, no matter how far away we get from God uh-huh. and his original plans for us, uh, you talk to the most secular-minded person on the face of the earth today, mm. and you'll hear words like, love rat. All right. You know, or you'll hear... Um, Dog, right? Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, really strong pejorative terms yeah, that yeah. relate to what well, this person has very clearly broken mores mm. and morals, yeah. which are designed to protect us and stop us from being abused. That's right. So I think it's really important for us to yeah, yeah understand well what is sexual sin. That's right. Yeah, and, and does the Bible has any stories or individuals who mm. illustrate um, that? Mm. Um, you know that which we're talking about, sexual sin. Mm. Um, maybe any figure in the Bible that you can think of. Oh, there's so many, right? You right, know, right. and I think uh, I think that goes to the heart of the fact of the, when the Bible talks about this, it doesn't just speak in words. Yeah, because we're talking about hearts broken. We're talking about families That's riven right. apart, mm. um, and so it's best I think demonstrated through real life gutsy stories okay. of what's happened to people in the past. And you're right yeah. that there has been many people in the Bible that have broken. Yes, faith yes, with yes. each other sexually, That's and right. when we do that, it's like as if we're cutting across ourselves. We're, 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 it's almost like we have 
um, stabbed ourselves mm. right in the heart, in the gut. Right, There's something right. sickening about it for ourselves yes, as well, yes, unless yes. we become somewhat desensitized. And so, yeah. um, you know, I think of uh, people like uh, Potiphar's wife. Yes. You know, and thankfully Joseph ran away. Mm. Um, I, I think of, um, let's see, who else comes to mind? Uh, mm, there's uh, David, David. Well, that's, I think that, I was going to probably end there. All oh, right. Yeah, because, okay. Yeah, I was just off the top of my head trying to think of some others, but there's right. you know, even, even in terms of the acceptable actions of the culture uh-huh. that were not a part of God's original design, yes. you think of someone like Abraham. And all the pain ah, and problem he caused yeah, himself, yeah, yeah, or yeah, Jacob, yeah. and the right. pains and problems that happened there. Yes. Um, so going right back to the earliest days of the Bible, mm. um, you know, these are meant to de- demonstrate to us that yes, culture accepted yeah. that men could have multiple wives, but that was never that's right part of God's plan. Yes. And you can see the heartache and pain caused in those families yes. as a result of um, breaking God's uh, best ideal for us. That's right. Uh, but yes, David, yeah, <clears throat> I think that's probably the. Yeah. The, the most famous example of all, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Most, yes. most people know the story of David. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. right so David right. and Bathsheba, I'm, I'm guessing that's what you're yes, referring to. Yes, yes, yeah. that's right. Because we could talk about David, like Abraham, who had okay. many wives. Yes. Um, again, in keeping with the times. Yes. Um, but uh, even despite that, um, we know that that caused issues as well, but probably none more so than the story of uh, his dalliance with mm. um, Bathsheba. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, what what stands out to you as to um, Fabiano as to why this was perhaps such a striking example? Well, I think uh, from the recollection of memory, it's the fact that uh, he's a man um, who has pretty much well the wealth, and uh, you know he, he's the king. Um, he's also a God fearing. Uh, person, mm. um, and uh, he's a man after God's own heart. He is chosen by God to be the you know the next king of Israel after Saul. Really, he's a man of faith. He's a, a such a character, and uh, but then we find that you know as the story goes that one evening, um, as he's resting there, uh, all of a sudden he. I can imagine he probably turned to his side and sees on the other side. And, and, and I always picture this, by the way. Uh, don't, uh, don't, don't, uh, stay there too long, though. Don't, no, don't no, picture no. it for too long, brother. <laughs> I was, <laughs> Sorry I was going to say the, 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 um, the buildings, actually. Oh, the buildings, uh, the architecture. Yeah, right. yes. I've always pictured the architecture yes. as, 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 as if, uh, Bathsheba, Lived in a two-story house or a three-story, you know, something with elevation. Right. And, and, uh, and David the same. And maybe I'm, I don't know whether I got this from some children's book. I don't know, but that's the image I always have. And I probably thought, okay, so, uh, so she happens to be there on her balcony, you know, um, having a bath or what, what if it is. And here's David. He turns to the side and he, you know, sees this woman and then all of a sudden, and this is the striking thing about sexual sin, it is the fact that, uh, um, he's a man, a man after goes on heart, but all of a sudden that, mm. that sight itself, uh, leads him down a rabbit hole. Mm. And, uh, and, and it's so strong. It's so, um, uh, captivating. This whole thing is so gripping. It leads a man of faith. 
to actually not only uh, 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 desiring this woman, mm. which is unf- uh, unfaithfulness, which is now you know sexual sin, really, because he has already started in the in the mind. Jesus says, you know, if you uh, think of a woman or a person of a de- of an opposite sex uh, in, in a lustful manner, you've already committed it spiritually. And so here's a man; he's already started doing that in his mind. Now, what's even worse is the fact that uh, he doesn't stop there. He even finds ways to actually uh, execute, you know, and, 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 and feed on this strong desire and actually commit the act. And, and, but, but, but for me, uh, the reason why this is such a, um, uh, uh, a very strong, uh, uh, thing to wrestle with and to think about and pray about actually for victory, uh, uh, over such sins is because, you know, David is a man of faith. Mm. And yet he falls uh, in in such a way, mm. and uh, and we know that scripture over and over again also speaks about uh, unfaithfulness to God in using you know similar imagery. So it must be something that you know um, uh, that we we really need to uh, explore. Uh, in, in terms of study as to understand and to pray about. Yeah, so that's why I found that story to be quite interesting and, uh, and powerful in a way. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, actually, uh, as you was, as you were sharing there just now, yeah. uh, I couldn't help but think about what the Apostle James talks about. Right. You know, in James chapter one, he, he talks about, uh, the, the fact here in verse 13, chapter one, he says, when tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. Right, right. Because God cannot be tempted himself by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. Huh. Uh, but each person, and get this, each mm. person is tempted yes. when they are dragged away by their own evil desire wow. and enticed. Yeah. Then, after desire has conceived, mm. it gives birth to sin. Right. And then sin, when it's full grown, gives birth to death. Wow. And so at its inception, we, yes. think, we don't think anything much of it. We yeah. think it's, it's a, an innocent thing. Or maybe we, we don't think it's such an innocent thing, but yeah. we think we can get away with it. Yeah. But it will tend to... Um, metastasize, mm. to grow, <clears throat> grow cancerous, yeah. as it were. And before we know, yeah. before we know it, it, it has grown into something that has got a hold on us. That's right. And it's going to take us down with it. Um, and those, those around us that maybe we've involved in it, yes. uh, or that whom we love and care about. And, uh, and so sin ultimately, you know, it starts in the heart, it starts in yeah. the mind, as you pointed out, as Jesus points out. Yes. It's, it's an act of unfaithfulness in the core of our being. That's right. But when we allow it to grow, mm. it gets even worse, it magnifies, and yes. eventually yes. It, uh, it, it takes down asunder every Everything that we hold dear, yeah. uh, and, and God doesn't That's want true. that for any one of us. Um, so, yeah, I think you're right. I think that mm. that is um, <clears throat> that those reasons are perhaps why this story stands out perhaps more than uh, any other. That's right. um, particularly given that, as you pointed out, also that, that David was a man, as the Bible describes, as God <laughs> says, as a man after God's own heart. That's right. So he was yeah. seeking God. Yeah. He wanted the best for God, or yeah. for God's people, yes. uh, and he wanted to live in in harmony with God. And mm. yet, <clears throat> he was overcome by this uh, this temptation. That's right. Um, I once heard it said by an elderly gentleman to me and as a young man I thought it was uh, very wise okay maybe it's not so wise I don't know but he okay. said you know um, uh, if you look once uh, that's that's just a look you look twice that's lust ah. and, and I thought to myself oh, maybe that's true and and well, that comes back to the principle of bouncing the eyes you yeah. know we don't have to dwell yeah. upon things yeah. we don't have to look yeah. upon things and then become fixated upon them and when we do that's right um, then before we know it our whole life is revolving around it and certainly that's what happened with david here his whole yes. life was revolving around his lust and desire that's right. for someone who wasn't his to have mm. 
and who had made her commitments to her husband Uriah. Yes. Yes. And Uriah to her. Yes. David had his own commitments to his family. Exactly. And yet he threw it all away. I want to point something out here. Uh huh. When we give in to those feelings. Right. And that they are just simply feelings. Yes. Until we make a choice. Yes. Uh, then the truth is that we throw caution and everything else to the wind. Yeah. Um, wisdom goes out the door. Um, when you think about it, he, he said, who's that woman? He didn't even recognize her. Right? <laughs> right. And, uh, and so someone went and found out. Okay. So that's one of those steps you were talking about, right? Yes, he he yes, went to yes. all these different means to try and make mm. something happen. Mm. And then she, they, they come back and, and they say, oh, that's Bathsheba. Yes. Yeah, in, in a sense of saying, well, you know, everyone knows who she is and gives her genealogy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it turned out, well, her father yes. is one of David's 30 elite warriors. Oh, wow. Uh, her grandfather was Ahithophel. He's actually right. one of my... Um, uh, how do I put this? A broken Bible heroes. Okay. Um, because he was a man who was very wise. Yeah. Um, but uh, in the end, uh, had an unfortunate end. Oh, um, that's sad. But uh, her grandfather was a Hithophel. Mm-hmm. He was David's chief counselor. Oh. Um, and her husband is also, you know, Uriah, one of the one of the mighty men of David. Wow. Um, you know, one of the thirty. <clears throat> and so here we have David. Yeah. Being willing to to muddy and sully every important relationship mm. in his life for a moment's lust and desire yeah, yeah. with another human being like that, and and really to abuse her and the That's trust right. of her trust in him. Yes, the people important in her life, their trust in him as well. Exactly, but also the trust of the nation. Wow, you know, it's so destructive. It Very is. Destructive. It is. Yes, and and hence I think um, th- this is where we'll be heading. Some of the questions maybe I'll be asking the, uh, later is that because this thing is so destructive, so grabbing at the same time, uh, in that it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, scene is like that because the Bible says, uh, we wrestle with canon nature. So really yes. these, these, these are inherent. Uh, things, uh, but ov- obviously we'll come to how we receive victory over that. Mm. I'm just conscious of time. I want to quickly take a break and allow those who are listening to us to really uh, think upon what we are saying and the depths and uh, yeah, the depths in which sin can actually lead you to, mm. uh, especially uh, sexual sin, um, because that is what we're talking about. Yes. Uh, so let's come to a short break. And I would encourage those who are listening to really uh, engage uh, uh, in this conversation. The number to actually send us messages to is 048-808-11. And I'd like to remind those who are listening to us that uh, we do have a free giveaway. It is the book Surprised by Love by Elizabeth Vieira Tobolt. I believe that's how you pronounce her name. If you would like to get today's free offer, all you need to do is text the code word SA38 uh, to 04888-80811. Please do send in that code word SA38 um, um, and uh, the Faith FM giveaway bot to reply asking for your details. So um, the code word is the abbreviated SA for South Australia. And the number 38 together, SA38. So, dear friends, please do stay with us. We'll be right back shortly. And, uh, yeah, think about what we are discussing. And uh, let's prayerfully consider how to receive victory over sin. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. I go through a 
Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with uh, Pastor Fabiano and Pastor Hugh in the studio. And friends, we've been having a wonderful time uh, exploring some themes uh, uh, of scripture. And uh, we've been uh, answering the question, sexual sin, can I be forgiven? And uh, we have covered a number of things and looking at uh, 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 individuals also in Scripture who wrestled with this. But let me ask uh, Pastor Hugh to uh, help us understand now some of the challenges, well, not challenges, sorry, some of the issues involved. And uh, hopefully also you can help us understand from Scripture how we can actually receive victory uh, uh, from such sin and can we be forgiven? Mm. Yes. Well, look, I think the, the, the lengths to which David went yeah. to try and cover up this sin as well only further highlights just how loving and gracious God is. Because David, um, commits this sin <clears throat> with Bathsheba. Um, he, he commits adultery with her. He fornicates with her. Uh, they have sexual liaisons. Um, both are married people with other people. Mm. Um, and, um, <clears throat> then he tries to cover it up in, in several different ways. And ultimately by murdering or having murdered, um, her husband Uriah. Yeah. Now, what's even worse about this <clears throat> is not only that he did that, but also that Uriah was a man who was such an honorable man, mm. such a God-fearing man. He wasn't even an Israelite. He was a Hittite, wow. and he devoted his life to God. Mm. And so another deep betrayal by, yeah. by David here um, against God mm. and against Uriah and everyone involved. Um, and and yet we we encounter how that, that God... Um, doesn't turn, you know, yes, David is doing so much for, for God, with God as the king of Israel, and yet God doesn't turn a blind eye to that. Yeah. God sends his prophet Nathan, and Nathan tells David a story, uh, and, and through means of that story, we don't have time to share it. It's a wonderful story. Check it yeah. out there in, uh, what, 2 Samuel 12, I think it is. Somewhere there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, a wonderful story that, that, touches David's heart, he realizes the injustice that was inherent in the story, and he says that man should face the full force of the law, and then uh, uh, Nathan says, well, that man is you. Hmm. And, and then David realizes, oh, dear, hmm. Nathan knows, God knows, he should have known that already, uh, and you know, who else knows? Yeah. Well, now everyone knows. <clears throat> this was said in the court of the king. Hmm. And, uh, and so God didn't hide this. Uh, yeah. God corrected David. And I think one of the one of the one of the mistakes that we make uh, as Christians and as believers, or just as human beings, is to fall into two extremes. Yeah. One of one of either extremes. Okay. Uh, one extreme is that you know we 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 th- we despair that our sin is beyond forgiveness. Mm. So there's nothing we can do about it. Let's just give up and just wallow in ever worsening sin and hardening of heart. The other is to carelessly think that hey, look, we can violate God's commandments without experiencing any painful repercussions. Mm. But what we find here is a, is a, a delicate balance. Uh, the the biblical portrayal here is very true to reality, uh, and we find that uh, first of all. God's amazing grace to those who repent. You know, when he's confronted by Nathan, David says, I have sinned. I have sinned against the Lord. And then Nathan the prophet declares, the Lord also has put away your sin. You shall not die. That's 2 Samuel twelve thirteen. <clears throat> and that forgiveness of David included, included having his life spared. He should have, he should have probably died as, a, as an adulterer, according to the laws of the time. And his throne isn't taken away from him. But also spiritual forgiveness. God reconciles David to himself. And uh, <clears throat> what a wonderful thing that is. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and we can have the same hope. 
Mm. That no matter what our sin is, and this, this man was a murderer and an adulterer in the same instance, and yet God forgave him his sin. See, there is no sin except for the unforgivable sin against the Holy Spirit. Right. Hardening our heart against the Holy Spirit um, that, um, that uh, is unforgivable. Any sin that we've committed can be forgiven by God, um, but it needs to be a, a heartfelt repentance and confession, agreeing with God that, hey, look, I've done the wrong thing, and I, I, I don't want to go back there anymore. I just want to follow you, Lord, and do, do your will, do what's good. That's right. Um, but also it shows that sin has consequences. Even forgiven sin has natural consequences in this world. Mm-hmm. And we see, see that playing out in his story. We see how that... Uh, um, uh, that um, uh, the peace and stability of his kingdom uh, was shattered. We see how that uh, um, it, it led to intergenerational sin where uh, one or more of his sons acted in a way like their father had done and who was he to correct wow. them? Uh, and so it just got, it just got worse. Yes. Um, and sadly, even the child that uh, he conceived with Bathsheba uh, died as well. Mm. Um, but um, you know what? God, um, God shows that he is able to forgive and redeem anyone. Listen to this. This is Psalm 51. If he can do this for David, he can do this for you. Amen. He can do this for me. Amen. David says here in Psalm 51, right. he says, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion. Blot out my transgressions. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin, because I know my transgressions, my mm. sin is always, it's ever before my eyes against you and you alone, even though he knew that others had suffered. He says, you and you alone, ultimately I have sinned. Wow. I've done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and you are justified when you judge. Um, and he also points out here, he says, <clears throat> Lord, create in me a pure heart. Uh, uh, renew a steadfast spirit within me. Cleanse me, clean me, wash me, um, and and uh, restore to me the joy of your salvation. Do not cast away from me your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. And then I will teach others transgressors your way. So not just a changed yeah. heart, but a desire to be a, a source of change yes. and, and uh, uh, a testimony of God's goodness to others Wonderful to see them redeemed and forgiven and loved and restored as well. Wow. Uh, and this is what God can do in our life. He can Amen. turn us in 300, well, 180 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> he can turn us around yeah. twice even, 360. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so, you know, God is such a good God. Mm. And, uh, you know, if we're worried today yeah. um, that... We are beyond redemption. Think again. That's right. Know again that God can 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 take our broken heart, our yes. broken dreams, our broken spirit, our contrite feelings, and can say, "Yes, I I I've heard mm. your cry. I've seen the devastation that's been caused. Yes, and I I love you. I want to restore you and redeem you uh, back to myself and those in your life. So you know, God is such a good God in this way. So um, just want to affirm and to encourage our listeners and and, and us here in the studio as well. Yes, that that God can redeem Amen. and forgive any sin. That's right. Uh, but he, in the process of that, not just forgive it, yes, but change the sinner. Amen. And be and help us become a saint. That's right. Yes. Thank you so much, uh, Pastor Hugh. Uh, quite a powerful um, uh, scripture that that you just commented on there. Uh, and just in closing, I'd just like to appeal to those who are listening. Uh, Isaiah one eighteen says, "Come now and let, let us reason together," says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they sh- though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. 
So in this promise, the worst of sinners may find comfort and hope. God here assures us that however guilty we may have been in the past, present, or even now, however deep, however deep died our sins may have been, uh, it is possible to be restored to purity and holiness. And uh, I would like to just pray for those who are listening. Uh, pray for us here and uh, that, that, that we may uh, come boldly to the throne of grace that we may receive pardon. Oh, yes. Yeah, let us pray. Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you for your word. Your word truly is refreshing to our souls in that it comforts, leads us, guides us, yes, rebukes us, but so we may find joy and peace and holiness in Christ. And so, Lord, I pray for that person who is listening and uh, myself and Pastor Hugh, that you may uh, help us, Father, to run to Jesus always, to come boldly, as Paul says, to come boldly at the throne of grace that we may receive pardon. Lord, we are thankful that you are in the business of restoring and rescuing. And we are thankful that you've invited us in Isaiah 118 and also First uh, John 1 verse 9. Father, we are thankful and grateful and we invite your Holy Spirit to do a work of cleansing. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Oh